Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Whatever amount you're taking in now, take in more. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put this all together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques. All underneath the umbrella and one unifying philosophy that is called, let's all say it together, work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is I'm going to tell you about my current life tools. A lot of people are always asking me about, Dre, what tools do you use for this? What tools do you use for that? I'm going to lay all that out here today and explain to you what I'm using, how I use it, when I use it, where I use it why I use the certain things that I use so that now everybody knows so people don't have to ask me this question. Or if you do ask me this question, actually, you can ask the question. I'll just send you a link to this episode. Now, before we get into it, first of all, let me tell you that I have a daily motivation text that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone in my texting community. If you would like to receive that text, guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point every day, all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Nine, four, and every day when I send out the daily motivation text, since you're on my list, you will be receiving that message. Now let's get into it. So I'm going to go through a couple different categories here, and I'm going to lay out the type of tools that I use, why I use them, and you will have a good idea whether or not you might want to use these tools. It should lay out pretty much all the stuff that I use here. And if I forget anything, then I just forgot, and I might tell you about it later, but I think I got everything laid out here. So let's get to it. First of all, let's start with food. We'll start with nutrition, basically what I put in my body because I get asked about this often. So I was vegan for some time, but now the proper term is plant-based, I guess is what they call it. Plant-based means you eat mostly vegan, mostly plant stuff and stay away from meat and dairy, but you might still have some meat and dairy every now and then. That is what best describes me. So I will have some meat and dairy every now and then, but my meals are vegan meals. There is no meat. There's no dairy in the meals that I eat. So they call that plant-based. I was at a marketing conference and I was talking to some guy. He has like a, a plant-based company and I asked him, what's the difference between plant-based and vegan? And he explained that to me. So now I know the difference. So 
I've had people ask me questions about nutrition and diet. Those are not my main area of expertise, but I'm going to tell you what I do, why I do, and maybe you can use that. So first of all, I get my meals delivered from a service called Health Rush. Now, Health Rush is South Florida based only, at least as of now. I know the owner of the company, a woman named Rochelle. They're a great company. I've been with them since 2015. So I've been with them for a long time. And the last I checked with Rochelle, and if they do go national, she should let me know because a lot of you might become clients, but they aren't as of this recording. So right now, if you want Health Rush, you need to be based in South Florida. They deliver to Miami-Dade County, Broward County, and Palm Beach County. So anywhere in South Florida that you live, you can get meals from Health Rush. Now, the good thing about meal delivery services and the reason why I started it, I started getting meal delivery around 2013. I had just come back from, I've been in, this 2013-2014, I've been in Slovakia. I came back and I'm in this new place that I had moved into in Miami and I went to the grocery store, the local grocery store down here is called Publix, and I bought some meat, like some sausages or something that I was going to eat. And I cooked them up and I ate them. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, I first of all, I cannot be cooking every single day because I don't even know what to make. I don't want to make it. And I knew this wasn't a balanced meal. I had some sausages and I had bought some spinach. I ate the sausages and the spinach and I'm like, all right, this is not a balanced meal. No, this is not going to work. <laughs> and I was going to need something else on top of the fact that I actually remember the place that I was living in at this time. I'm not going to say the name of this place, but this place had roaches. I know for a fact that it had roaches because I remember waking up one day and I wear contact lenses. I woke up one day and I turned a light on and on the wall next to me, because the walls were like white, like this wall, see how this wall is white? The walls are white, but it was a big roach on the wall. I didn't even have my contact lenses in, but I could see the roach. And any of you who wears corrective lenses, I'm nearsighted. So I can't see things that are far away. They look very blurry to me when my contacts aren't in. And I can still see that roach on the wall. I still remember that day. So that place had roaches. I didn't want to be cooking in a place that had roaches. Let me just get my meals delivered so I ain't got to worry about this shit. So that's when I started using a meal delivery service. And it wasn't Health Rush at first. I went through, I use like every meal delivery service that exists in South Florida. I have at least tried them. And some were good, some were bad. Some I stopped using because I didn't like the food. Some of them I didn't like the price. Some of them, there was one particular one that I actually liked, but their customer service person who I had talked to several times at one point, she just got a little bit out of pocket with me. So I said, I'm never doing business with these people again. Then I found Health Rush and I've been with them ever since. And again, I told you that they're plant-based. They send me my meals plant-based and it can be customized. The great thing about meal delivery services is that you don't have to search for groceries or recipes and you don't have to spend time cooking. And those are the main reasons why I started doing it on top of the fact that I wouldn't even know what to make. So you can still utilize this concept through a different company until or unless Health Rush starts delivering nationally. And when they do, again, Rochelle, if you're listening to this, you should let me know so I can let y'all know. So that's why I started using that. And I'm not a cook. I don't really like cooking. I don't like standing over a stove making meals. And I went over the top of all those challenges by signing up for a meal delivery service. So what they do, how it works, and many of you probably know by these days, this is a more commonplace thing now than it was in 2015 is that the meal service brings you meals. Usually they'll bring you meals for like two or three days moving forward. So let's say, for example, I'm recording this episode on a Monday. Yesterday, Sunday evening, Health Rush delivered me Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday's meals because they, they'll either deliver twice a week or three times a week. They've changed. So they delivered me on Sunday night meals for today, tomorrow, which is Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then on Wednesday night, they're going to deliver me more meals for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, et cetera. So that's the way that it works. 
and they'll deliver you a couple days worth of meals because these meals are they're made fresh so they can only last in your refrigerator for a few days. It's not the kind of food you have sitting in your refrigerator for 10 days. Then you eat it like how you eat leftovers. You got to smell it, see if it still smells good. No, it's not what this is. You eat it within two or three days. and They put the date right there on the container. And it's like a classic microwavable, microwave-safe container, but I don't use a microwave. When you have a microwave, I use a toaster oven. So I put my stuff in a Pyrex dish, then put it in a toaster oven, heat it up for like seven minutes, and then I eat it. So that's how I make my meals. And yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say as far as meals go. And most of the time, because I completely trust Health Rush and know that they know what they're doing, most of the time I don't even think about what's in them. I just put it in there and eat it. And after I eat it, I almost forget what I ate. But if you follow me on social media, my Instagram and Facebook stories, I always post a photo of what I ate so you can see it yourself, so you can see what kind of meals they are giving me, but you can get whatever kind of meals you want. Mine are plant-based, but Health Rush, I think most of their clients are not plant-based eaters. So I think most of the clients eat meat. So if you want meat, they have meat, they have fish, they got dairy, they have cheese, they got all that stuff. So you don't have to be plant-based to deal with Health Rush. They make whatever meal style you want, and they have a website. So just go to their website. I believe their website is myhealthrush.com. Just look up Health Rush South Florida Meal Delivery. Y'all find them. Y'all know how to use the internet. It's pretty easy to find. All right. So that's my meals. Now, as far as nutrition goes outside of meals, all of you probably know, I eat a five ounce bag of organic raw baby spinach every single day. Y'all see that too. I've been doing that for years, even before I got with the meal delivery service company. Nothing else I need to say about that. I drink at least one ounce of water for every ounce of body weight every single day. So I weigh about 180 pounds, give or take. I drink this bottle right here. So this is a glass, one liter bottle, and I put my water in here. Now, I used to drink out of plastic bottles, but my lady Anna told me that you shouldn't drink out of the plastic because plastic, if you think about it, and this is true, it disintegrates. If you keep water in a plastic bottle, eventually that plastic starts to disintegrate. So basically, you are ingesting plastic when you're drinking out of a plastic bottle any fluid out of a plastic bottle. So I got this glass bottle off of Amazon. This bottle was like $35 maybe. And I've had this bottle for years. I think I had this one for four years. I had one before this and it broke. I dropped it by accident. I actually didn't drop it, but it fell over on the table like this. It fell over and it cracked. So I had to replace that one. But I've had this bottle for like four years and all, you can wash it. You can clean the bottle and I just refill it. So one liter of water is 33.8 ounces. So I just round that down to, let's just say 30. I drink six of those a day. So six times 30 is 180 ounces. So there you go. So six liters of water every single day. And it's actually that six and that three is another 18. So it's almost actually almost about 200 ounces of water that I drink every single day for my body weight in the summer times. And on days that I do cardio, especially in the summer, I'll drink more. So some days I'll drink eight or nine liters of water in a day. And I try to stop intaking water about three to four to five hours before I'm going to sleep. And it changes at different times because sometimes I can take in more and it doesn't bother me. But there were times, especially in the wintertime, when it's more arid and less humid, where if I drink too much water too close to when I'm going to sleep, I'll wake up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom. I don't like to have to do that. I like to get uninterrupted sleep. So in the winter times specifically, I'll stop drinking by like two o'clock because I go to bed pretty early. I go to bed probably about 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Most days I wake up about 3, 30, 4 o'clock most days. So in the summertime, though, I'm recording this in the summertime and it's very humid right now. So I could probably do six or seven liters of water, maybe even eight on a day like this. And tomorrow when I'm going to be doing cardio, I could probably do eight or nine bottles and I could even drink water that's closer to my bedtime and still won't wake up to piss because all the fluid that I lost that day, I can replenish it and it, my body won't. It won't be any excess. If you understand what I'm saying. So I suggest to people 
especially if you're ones who have a very clear skin. I think I got pretty clear skin. You can see my face. You're watching this video. If you are doing any form of weight loss and you want to have faster metabolism, you want your digestion to be better, all of this stuff, more water is better. Water is the universal solvent. That is what water is, the universal solvent for clear skin, better digestion, better metabolism. If you are watching your weight, I watch my weight, even though I'm not on a weight loss program, I still don't want to be gaining extra weight. I want to be in good shape. I want my muscles to show. I want my stomach to show, my abs to show when I don't have a shirt on. I want all of that stuff. And you want your muscles to be healthy so that you can work out and move your body and you know, take care of your grandkids when you get older. Drink more water. Most of you are not drinking enough water. Most human beings are in a constant state of dehydration. And another thing about water is it helps your brain acuity, it keeps you sharp. The brain itself is, I can't remember what percentage it is. Let me see if I can ask my search. What percentage of the brain is water? According to DuckDuckGo, the answer is the brain, the human brain via reference.com is comprised of 77 to 78% water. I thought it was like 25%. 77 to 78%, folks. How much water are you drinking every day? If you're not getting enough water, that means your brain is not fully functioning. Or you just got the information right there. 78% of your brain is made of water. If you're not drinking enough water, you are basically selling yourself short when it comes to your mental acuity. Forget athletics, forget sports, forget muscles. Let's just talk about how your brain functions. If you want your brain to last longer, you probably want to feed it. All right. Think of a plant. You don't give it enough water for a long time. It starts wilting. Then you start watering the plant. It's probably too late. Now it's the same thing with your brain. Think of it that way. All right. You don't want your brain to start wilting away the same way that a flower would if you stop watering it. Make sure you are taking in more water. Whatever amount you're taking in now, take in more. You should be taking in at least, I suggest this to everybody, at least one ounce of water for every pound of body weight, even if you're not trying to lose weight. And just see how you feel different after a week of doing that. Do it for a week and just see how you feel. And if it, you don't feel good, you don't like it, kill it. But at least try it for a week. And that's for anyone, even if you're in a quote unquote normal state and you're not trying to lose weight or do anything, start doing that and see how you feel. As far as supplements, I take a supplement called MSM. And I forget what MSM stands for, but I'll tell you in one second. MSM is this uh, white crystal substance that I take every single day. I remember I put a picture of the MSM right before I took some one day and somebody said to me, well, Dre, why are you eating a spoonful of sugar every day? Because it looks just like sugar or it could even pass for salt, but that's not actually what it is. MSM stands for methyl sulfonomethane. All right, that's the best I can pronounce that. It's a long word. MSM is a chemical that actually naturally exists in human beings. This is why it's called a supplement. You're supplementing and adding to it. And what MSM is, the best way I can describe MSM is like WD-40 oil for your joints. That's what it is. In 2013, 10 years ago, I remember this. I was telling this girl I knew that I was feeling like joint pain. I would get sometimes lower back issues, my hips, my knees, my shoulders just from all the years of wear and tear playing basketball and stuff like that, that it was starting to beat up my body. And she said to me, Dre, you should try taking this supplement called MSM. I had never heard of it before. And she explained it to me and said, it'll probably help with your joints. Cause she said she used to take it. She wasn't even an athlete. She had some other reasons why she was taking it because she had maybe had some injuries or stuff like that. And she said, you should take it. It helped me with my joints. It'll probably help you. So she gave me a number to this company that was up in Seattle. It's called the Compounding Apothecary. And I called them and they sold me some MSM. It was like $70 for a container that lasts like two months, something like that. So basically like a dollar a serving. 
or a dollar, uh, yeah, serving. And you took like three teaspoons of it every day. And I used to call them and order from them every single day. Not every day, excuse me. Every time I ran out, I would order more of it from them. But then they sold their company to somebody else and their customer service sucked. So I started buying it on Amazon. So now I get it on Amazon. And the MSM, I take that every day. And that stuff has worked wonders. One of the reasons that I'm still you know, in great athletic shape and can still work out the way that I work out every single day and feel good is because of my, yes, is my active habits that I work out and that I drink the water. I do yoga. I do meditation. I do foam rolling. I do stretching every single day. But also because I take that MSM, it helps keep the joints feeling good. I haven't had any joint issues at all in a decade. Zero. No joint issues whatsoever. And MSM plays a part of that. I'm not going to say that's the whole reason, but it plays a part in it. Also, uh, as far as supplements, I take a vitamin C supplement. I take an omega-3. I take a vitamin D, a multivitamin, and I also take electrolytes. The electrolytes help balance out all the fluid loss from the exercise that I do and also helps balance out all that water that I take in. So I'm not just you no know, on a, a parade to the bathroom all day, pissing out all this water that I'm taking in. So all of those are the supplements that I take. I also take a protein shake and my protein shake uses pea protein, peas, like P-E-A, the vegetable, you know, little green things. That is where my protein comes from. It's not whey protein. It's not milk protein. It is pea protein, vegetable protein. So my overall eating style, as I already told you, is plant-based, mostly vegan. I still have some meat and dairy products every now and then snack-wise. I still enjoy eating candy. I still enjoy eating potato chips, and I will have them every now and then. And then I eat fruits. I eat fruits all the time. Apples, bananas are my top two favorites. Mandarins, pizzas, plums. You know, I have those as snacks over the course of a day. So everything that I just told you is basically everything that I put in my body. I just told you every single thing that you could possibly see me eating. I just explained to you right there in 15 minutes. So that's my body as far as my tools, what I put in my body. Point number two. We are talking today, my current life tools, the things that I use. Now let's go into the business and tech sector. And I'm going to tell you about the physical tools that I use, like the actual things that I hold in my hand that I use as far as operating in business. Now, there's a lot of stuff that I can give you here, and I'll try to keep it as simple as possible without this explanation taking too long. First of all, as far as technology goes, generally, I use Apple products. So I have a MacBook Air that I am, I'm sitting in front of right now. I actually got two MacBook Airs that work that I use right now. I have a MacBook Air from, I believe it was the 2015 version of the MacBook Air. Then I got the newest MacBook Air right now, which I believe was the 2020 version. So I have two of those and they both are fully functioning MacBook Airs. I don't have a second monitor. I know a lot of people are into that second monitor thing these days. I was at the Apple store a couple of weeks ago and I saw like one of the monitors they had. That monitor was like almost as big as this desk. It was a huge monitor. It looked great. Like a great thing to watch you know, a basketball game or a TV show on, but I don't even watch TV and I don't do any like graphic design or any of that shit. So I don't need a second monitor. All I need is a laptop, something that I can move around with. I can take it with me on a plane. I can go downstairs, sit at the pool deck and work on my laptop. That's all I need. I'm not a second monitor person, at least as of now. So I just use one MacBook. I have more than one, but I only use one at a time for the most part. I have an iPad that I use. I'm actually using it right now. I use it so I can see my notes while I'm recording. So when I'm talking to you, I can see my notes when I'm saying to you. I use my iPad usually to watch stuff. If I'm watching, you know, we're watching a Netflix or something like that, then or I watch a basketball game. I usually just watch it on my iPad. Uh, I use an iPhone, of course. I got a couple iPhones. Sometimes I record on an iPhone when I do videos. I'm recording this episode actually on an iPhone. Sometimes I record on my GoPro camera. I use a Hero 10 Black to record the GoPro when I have the kits, the uh, what do they call them? The accessories that you add to the GoPro. There's a certain 
word that they use for them. I forget what they call them, but I have the kits that go with the GoPro. So the microphone, the monitor camera, so you can see yourself. I have those pieces that go come with the GoPro. And the GoPro Hero 10 was, how much was that camera? I think it was either four or 500 bucks. And the accessories is another maybe two, maybe another 250, something like that for the GoPro. So that's what I use a lot of times to record. But actually the GoPro right now, I got it replaced because it was malfunctioning. So I sent it back to GoPro to send me another one in. And actually, as a matter of fact, today, I'm supposed to be getting my replacement GoPro in. And I told these mofos at the GoPro company that, I wanted them to send out my new GoPro while as soon as they got confirmation that I sent back the old one, they took too long. So as of today, I'm supposed to receive my new GoPro by 7 o'clock p.m. today. It is According to UPS tracking, it is out for delivery. So that's why I'm recording this on iPhone. I usually record this on a GoPro, the video at least, on a GoPro. So I like using the GoPro because it has a little bit wider angle. And yeah, it just gives me a, a few more options than the iPhone camera does. But the iPhone camera is fine. If this is all I had, I'd be completely fine with this. And I use the microphones on the GoPro when using it. If I'm recording on the phone, then I use this wireless mic. Y'all can see clipped to my shirt. This comes from a company called Enac Fire on Amazon. They actually sent this to me for free because they wanted me to leave them a review because I'm a verified reviewer on Amazon. You can become a verified reviewer just by leaving enough actual reviews of product that you actually bought. And you can become a verified reviewer and people will send you free stuff all the time. I get offered free stuff a lot. I don't take many people up on their offers, but if it's a product that I would actually use, then I do accept it. So they sent me this and I reviewed it and I actually like it and I've been using it. I'm using it right now. If I didn't like it, I'd throw it in the trash. Anyway, so if you follow me on social media, uh, if you ever see me recording videos, you see the videos where I'm in the car and I'm driving and I'm talking, those are just recorded with a holster if I'm on my phone or there's an actual accessory that you can use for the GoPro that does the same thing. There's a suction cup on the end that you stick to the inside window. So basically I stick it to the inside of the windshield or the inside of the passenger side window and they can record me while I'm driving and I'll be talking. And that's how I do those recordings. And both of those holsters, you can get that holster on Amazon probably for like $9 for the phone, for the iPhone or for the GoPro. And when I'm recording in either one of those situations, there is no microphone. I don't use a microphone. I just record straight to the audio of the device. No extra microphones, no extra setup or anything like that. So I get in the car. I have my phone. I put the holster up on the window and I just stick my phone in there and press record. That's it. There's no setup. There's no lighting. None of that. So you can't record at night or anything like that. You got to have some good lighting. Good thing is I drive a vehicle that has a a translucent uh, sunroof. So that way I get really good lighting from up top. If your car doesn't have that, then it's harder to get good lighting. So you got to pay attention to that. Lighting is very important when it comes to video. So when I'm recording at my desk, as I am right now in my office space, you can see that I'm using, this is a Blue Yeti microphone. Those of you who record, you're familiar with the Blue company. The company is called Blue, not the color of the mic. This Blue is the company. The microphone is called a Yeti microphone. This microphone is probably about $170, $180, something like that. It's probably cheaper now because that was a couple of years ago. So it's probably, you probably get it for $100, $125 now. I would guess that the company, the price of the microphone has come down. And I record my, that's what I record all my audio on. So if I'm on a Zoom call or I'm doing my podcast, I record it all through this mic right here. Uh, As far as the recording material, this is software, which I'll get to in a second, but I use Audacity to record. And Audacity is free open source software that you can download online. A lot of people record their podcasts on Audacity. For a little while, Audacity wasn't working with the new operating system of Mac. 
So for almost a year, I was recording using GarageBand, which is the native audio recording material that comes with any Mac computer. But then as soon as Audacity was working again, I went back to using Audacity. I like Audacity better. It's more open source and I don't really like using Macs. A lot of their built-in softwares, I'm not a big fan of them. I like Macs themselves, but the built-in softwares, I'm not a big fan of many of them. And since the new MacBook does not have actual USB ports, so if you get the new Mac, there are no USB ports on that Mac. So any of you who use any kind of USB device, if you get the new Mac computers, at least the, um, no, let me back up, the MacBook Air. That's what I use. I got a MacBook Air. I should have been specific about that. So I have an old MacBook Air. I got the new MacBook Air. They both are fully functional. I use both of them. But the new MacBook Airs don't have a USB port. They only have these lightning ports. So if you get the new MacBook Air and you use USB, you got to buy one of these adapters. And this adapter is $19.99 straight from Apple. And there's a USB to lightning adapter. So this $19, got it straight from Apple. And anytime you get adapters for anything Apple, I would suggest you get it straight from Apple, the company, because the aftermarket ones are usually cheaper. But the thing is, they always stop working at some point. They will always short out on you and stop working. So I would always get this one. The only exception is Amazon Basics. Their products usually work for a long time. Usually theirs don't short out. But I, if I'm going to be using it all the time, I just get the straight Apple one, 19 bucks. Charge it to your credit card, write it off as a business expense. You're not paying for it anyway. The government pays for it. So anyway, this is the Apple adapter. I have two of these. I have one for the microphone that I'm using right now. And I use this one anytime I have to plug anything else in. So you need that adapter. Anything that you're doing USB with one of the new MacBook Airs. Now, the MacBook Pro, I think, does have the USB because I think when I was in the Apple store, I saw that. So you make sure you check. Make sure you check on the USB ports if you buy a new Mac, any of you who uses uh, USB or records or anything like that. So for many years, most of you know, if you've been following my material, I never added any visuals to my recording other than you, what you're seeing right now. You just see me sitting here talking. But now I have a whiteboard. I just started using the whiteboard maybe a week or two ago from when I'm recording this. So I use that to make more visual stuff. Y'all will see some of those videos on YouTube. You might have seen them in some of my shorter videos that I put on IG or Facebook, but also in my mastermind. In my masterminds, I'll be doing a lot more whiteboard videos where I can not only talk, but also explain things out and do it visually on my whiteboard. My whiteboard is over there to the left. You can't see it from the camera angle that I have. But if you watch me on YouTube, you see me doing some of the whiteboard videos or watch me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see those shorts or what they call reels where I take little clips from those videos and put them up on YouTube. So the whiteboard that I have, this whiteboard is five feet wide by three feet tall, and it costs about $189 and is easily mounted to the wall. You just put six screws in there. You don't need to have any special tools or anything like that. Depending on where you live, as a matter of fact, it depends on the, your walls. Now I live in a condominium and the walls here are relatively thin drywall. I damn near just push these screws into the wall. I'd use the screwdriver, but I don't have a drill, like a power drill. I use the screwdriver. I just push the nail, the screw right up against the wall, screwed it a little bit, and it went right through the drywall very easily. So I was able, it's only one, two, three, six screws, and it holds right there in place and it hasn't fallen off the wall or anything in the middle of the night. So it's fine. So that costs 200 bucks put up on the wall. And I got a set of whiteboard markers and an eraser. That was $8 so I can actually write on it. And the lighting. In my office space, these are lights that I bought from Amazon. This is from a company called Neewer, N-E-E-W-E-R, like newer, but with an extra E. 
And the light set is $112 each. They are called ring lights. So there's lights that's like a big circle. You turn it on, it's like those lights they have in studios for like actors and actresses. I have two of them. I have one in front of me right here. And I got one to the left of me over here. They are $112 each for those lights. And that's how I light things. So that's why my lighting always looks good in here. Because the actual light that comes from this, that came standard in this place is not strong enough. So that's the lighting that I use for my books, which you can see on the shelves behind me. So as far as my books go, I handle my own inventory. I handle my own shipping. So anytime that a book gets shipped out to you, you buy a book from me, I am the one shipping the book, at least as of today. That may change in the future if I have so much going on that I don't want to handle it anymore. But as of today, I handle my own shipping. So I ship my own books. And if you follow me on social media, sometimes you see me when I'm getting them ready for shipments or I got new inventory come in, I'll show you that I got inventory coming in. So all these books behind me, they get shipped out, they get replaced with new inventory and they ship out and replaced and shipped out. It's just a process that goes on. And I actually enjoy the process of shipping my own stuff because the only time I'm shipping books is when somebody's actually bought one. So that's actually a fun part of the business is to handle your own shipments because it only happens when you actually you know, commenced a sale. So for my books, I use Amazon KDP, which stands for Kindle Direct Publishing. I use that for my printing. Amazon does not charge you to actually have a book up on Amazon, which means you can have a thousand books on Amazon. It costs you no money to have the books there. It costs you no money to set the price. Even somebody buys it, it doesn't cost you any money. Amazon handles all that. Now, if you want to print a copy of your book. So for example, this book right here, my the latest book that I put out called The Third Day. For me to print a copy of this book, all I pay is the printing cost per Amazon. Whatever it costs Amazon to print the book, that's what I pay to actually get this book printed. And I can print as many copies as I want. I can go on Amazon right now, order one copy of this book at cost, and I'll only pay the cost of printing. For printing this book, I believe it's $3.65 to print one copy of the third day. And then I can do whatever I want to do with it. Keep it, sell it, put it on display as I have, do whatever I want to do with the book. Now, the hard copy, Amazon now offers hardcover books too. So I have the hardcover of the third day, which some of you know, you can get the autographed copy of this for 50 bucks when you go to thirddaybook.com. The hardcover copy costs a little bit more since it's hardcover, but the material is exactly the same. This one is, I believe, $7.60 for me to print one copy of the hardcover book. And so it's almost like twice as much to get the hardcover. So Amazon now offers hard copy. But one thing you have to know about the hardcovers is the sizing is a little bit different. So if you don't know how to do graphic design, you need to hire somebody who can give you the hardcover size cover and the paperback cover. They are not exactly the same so that you can have hardcover or paperback on many of your books. I don't do all of my books in both hardcover and paperback. That'll be too much inventory and a little bit too much back-end clerical stuff that's not worth the ROI, but that book is, and probably my future books will be, but that book, that's how I do my Amazon printing. You only pay printing costs, like I said, for any books. I told you I do my own shipping. I manage my inventory. When I run out of books, I just order more of them. So to print one book, again, you're looking at somewhere between two and usually two to five or $6, depending on the size of the book. So a book like the mental workbook, like this one right here, which is almost 600 pages, this one costs more to print. So to print one copy of the mental workbook costs me like $7. And that's a paperback book. But to print one copy of, let's say this book right here, 100 Mental Game Best Practices, this one costs me like $2.65. Or the Super U, which is an even shorter book, that one costs like $2.12. So you need to know these costs because they start to add up. If you're selling a lot of books, they start to add up. You need to know your numbers, know your costs so that you know what it's costing you to make certain numbers of sales. So you know what you're doing with your business. And again, hardcover books cost a little bit more and you need to make sure that you have the sizing proper. And it looks like 
KDP has started to change the sizing of the covers based on exactly how many pages. So I've done books where I change the page count by like I add material, or take material away. And the page count changes from like 80 pages to 70 or 60 pages to 70 pages. And then the size of the cover changes by this small amount. But they won't let me submit the book until I get that cover right. But I know how to do that. I know how to use Canva and do that the right way with the covers that I have. But if you don't, then you're going to need your graphic designer to know how to do that. And those costs can start to add up as well. So make sure you have all that stuff planned out ahead of time before you do anything. So that's what I do with my printing. As far as shipping books, I have bubble mailers that if you get one book from me, they'll usually come in a Manoa bubble mailer. If you got several books from me, I used to send them in these bigger bubble mailers. But the thing is, with the bigger orders, like if you had 10 books coming from me and I put them in those bubble mailers, I know how the post office treats packages. They just throw that stuff around. And sometimes packages would get open. Somebody would get a package with only three books and they ordered 10. Or somebody wouldn't get their package and they're emailing me like, hey, Dre, where's my books? And post office is losing stuff. So what I started doing is I started going to this company called Uline, U-L-I-N-E. And they what they do is they specialize in shipping products. I got the Uline catalog right here. This is their spring, summer 2022 catalog. And as you can see, this catalog is 847 pages. And all they do is sell shipping materials. This is all shipping and office materials. So any kind of boxes, any kind of package, any kind of bubble mailers, any kind of anything that you could possibly use for your office or business, they sell it here. You can call them at their 1-800 number 24 hours a day. Somebody will answer the phone and they ship your stuff the same day. So if I call them right now, they will ship out my package of stuff today. And they usually do it by UPS. So it'd be like $13 shipping. And yeah, this is where I get. So now I get boxes. So now any of you order a bigger packets for me. If you get like 10 or more books from me, let's say if you place an order in one of my funnels and you spend $100 or more, you're going to have probably a certain number of books. It's going to come in a box instead of coming in one of those yellow Manila folders now. And the boxes are much sturdier and I can add some bonuses, wink, wink, into those boxes. So now I'm adding bonus stuff into my boxes when somebody has spent more money. So if you want to get the bonuses, just spend more money and you're going to get more bonuses from me, I promise. So that's where Again, and I also order my mailers from Uline now. So I get my bubble mailers from them instead of getting it from Amazon because Uline actually has better prices. And yeah, they can give me some discounts over time when I start ordering more stuff and volume discounts, et cetera. So that's the company that I use for my shipping. So that's everything I do for my shipping. Uh, one more thing for shipping is to print the labels. So whenever I go to drop packages off, again, if you follow me on social, you might've seen me. Sometimes I post pictures of all the packages when I'm about to take them to ship. I already have labels on them and they're already paid for when I get to the post office. So if I go to UPS or I go to USPS to drop off my packages, I don't stand in line and pay for each package. I already did that at home because I have this printer called the Dymo Label Writer 4XL. I'm looking at it right now. This printer cost me, I bought this printer for 400 bucks right at the start of COVID in 2020 because what happened is I used to use Amazon to ship my packages out to people. But because Amazon started labeling things like books as, um, what's the phrase, non-essential, they were non-essential items. They started delaying the time that they would send these shipments. So somebody would order a book from me on the first of the month and they wouldn't get it until like the 30th of the month for one book. And I'm like, all right, this is taking too long. So I bought the printer and now I use the printer and I print up my own labels at home. And then I put the labels on the packages. So then when I go to a place like UPS or USPS, all I do is just walk to the front of the line. I just give them the packages or I drop them off somewhere 
and they have everything that they need. And I don't need to stand in line or talk to anybody. And, you know, the people at these places, they know me because I'm always dropping packages off because I'm moving books constantly. So, again, that's the Dymo 4XL label writer. And by the way, for all of you who are entrepreneurs out there, as long as you're keeping track of your numbers and all this stuff, these kind of things are business expenses. And when you're an entrepreneur, this is not necessarily business advice. You can go vet this from your accountant or tax professional. But these things are business expenses. And these things you can write off on your taxes, depending on the way that you have your accounting set up. So these things, yes, the costs do start to add up, but you can write this stuff off because you are an entrepreneur. So these are not things that are just going to sit with you forever as costs. You make these back when it's time for you to pay taxes in the spring or whenever you do your tax stuff. But again, that's not tax advice. Go ask your tax attorney or your accountant to verify everything that I just said. And that label writer, this printer, I paid $400 for this printer. But right now, the last time I looked, it was on sale for 215 bucks. So the price of this stuff always goes down. So you can get this for 215 bucks. Any of you who ships out stuff consistently that you keep your own inventory, I would suggest you buy a printer at home so that you can pay for your postage and your labels and all that stuff at home. Now, why would you go stand in line at the post office like a regular person? You're an entrepreneur doing big business, printer labels at home like a professional. So I already told you about the bubble mailers. I used to get them from Amazon, but now I get them from a company called Uline. And again, I told you what they do. And I also use the boxes. All right, now that's it. That's it for the physical stuff. Now let's move on to the web stuff or the uh, intangible stuff that I use as far as my tools. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, are the tools that I use. Number three, let's talk about web tools. So for video, my video is done via Zoom, which everybody knows about Zoom. I have a Zoom account. I have a Zoom professional account. I believe it's $250 a year. It's something around that amount, either $240 or $250 per year. That allows me to have unlimited length meetings. And I believe I can have up to 100 people in each meeting. That's the Zoom account. And it's a similar price for Vimeo. Vimeo is a platform that allows you to upload video and you can basically make the video private. You can limit where it can be embedded. In other words, so people can't download and copy your videos and stuff. So when I do courses or I do trainings or even a calls in my mastermind, I can put the video on Vimeo. I can embed that link on certain websites, but I can tell Vimeo on the back end, hey, this video can only be embedded on this website, this website, this website. Nobody can download it. Nobody can copy it. Nobody can share it and all that stuff. So that's the value of using a site like Vimeo. There's another one called Wista that does a, a similar thing. And Vimeo, I have a pro account for them as well. That's another $240, $250 a year. As far as websites, I used to be a big user of WordPress. But now almost all of my domains and websites, meaning any URL of mine that you go to, like thirddaybook.com, workonyourgameuniversity.com, even if you go to dreallday.com, they are all usually hosted on ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is a funnel building software that can also host a basic website, even if you're not selling anything on it. Now, Dre All Day, some of the back end stuff, like my podcast episodes, like if I tell you to go to dreallday.com slash podcast, that web page is still on WordPress because WordPress can put things in chronological order, like a blogging type of order. ClickFunnels does not have that functionality yet, but I've already told Nico, my audio guy, that as soon as ClickFunnels can do that, then everything's going to get moved over to ClickFunnels. I don't need WordPress anymore. WordPress is open source, which means you can pretty much do anything you want to do with it, but I am not a graphic designer, so I don't want a platform that can do anything I want to do. I want something that's a little bit easier to use, and ClickFunnels has a drag-and-drop funnel builder drag and drop page designer. And 
thing about it, I'm not a graphic designer, but I know how to eyeball what somebody else did and simply what Russell Brunson, he's the guy who created ClickFunnels. He calls it funnel hacking. I know how to funnel hack. So many pages that I have on my sites, I look at someone else's page who's selling something similar to mine. And what I do is hack their process. And I know when I know they're using ClickFunnels, because I know that whatever they have on that page, they use ClickFunnels to do it, which means I know I can do it. Doesn't mean I don't copy them. But what I do is I hack them. So I look at the elements that they're using and I try to structure mine in a similar way. And then I put my own spin on it. And I, of course, my own copy, my own sales copy and all that stuff in it. So I use ClickFunnels. Again, ClickFunnels for that. Any of you want to use ClickFunnels, I can give you an affiliate link. And that is, I use the highest level that they offer ClickFunnels, which is a $297 per month membership for using the software. So all of my sites are hosted on ClickFunnels to this day. As far as my domain names, I own probably about 30 or 40 domain names. I use GoDaddy to purchase my domain names and domain names cost you anywhere from $9 to $40 per year. Most dot-coms are going to be about 20 bucks a year. But if you use different sites uh, like .live, for example, I just if you get something like workonyourgame.live, that domain name is like 40 bucks a year. I don't know why they charge more for .live, but they do. And people will pay it like I just did. So and that's anywhere from nine to four dollars a year for domain names. Uh, my daily motivation text that is done through an app. There's a software app. It's called Community. There are a bunch of companies popping up to do the text message thing now. So I use Community, and the price of your text it varies depending on the size of your community. My price is continually going up because my community keeps growing. But that's a good thing. I'm fine with that. And what else? I use an app called Airtable for managing my daily tasks. That's how I know what I'm doing every single day, Airtable. And you can you basically lay out everything you're going to do each day, each month, each week. You can do a lot of organization with Airtable. So I like Airtable a lot. I use Nutshell as my CRM. CRM is customer relationship management. That's how you stay on track of your leads, on top of your leads, on top of your prospects, on top of where you are in conversation with different people. So when it comes to media appearances, speaking gigs, coaching clients, prospects, all of that stuff, is managed through my CRM, which is called Nutshell. Nutshell is $39 a month per person. So however many people you have in your organization, $39 a month for Nutshell, but keeps everything organized. You can have email templates in there, your follow-up sequences, everything that is all done through Nutshell. As far as for other apps that I use, I use all the G Suite of applications such as Google Docs. I use Google Docs for all my notes for my podcast. I use Google Docs for writing my articles. Google Docs to keep track of anything I do for this masterclass is in Google Docs. All my sales copy, I write it in Google Docs before I copy and paste it into my, my email editors and things like that. So Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google uh, Drive, Google Slides, if I'm making a slide presentation, Gmail, Google Drive, everything Google for managing documents. I have a Google Workspace account. That is $12 per month per user. And I have unlimited storage. I don't think they even offer unlimited storage anymore unless you get like an enterprise account. And now you had a price on the website. So, you know, that's going to be a lot. I'm grandfathered in because I had a Google Workspace account back when it was G Suite and I got unlimited storage back when they offered it, which they don't anymore. But I kept my account. So I'm grandfathered into that. So I don't think you can get that now. Most of you probably don't need that. And you don't create the level of content that I create. You probably don't need it. But I use a lot of storage. I'm probably using like 30 terabytes of storage right now in my G Suite account. So Google isn't giving me any troubles. Things as long as I keep paying the bill, they'll be all right. For shipping, I use a company called ShipStation. So to pay for your postage, you need a company that basically what ShipStation does is ShipStation connects to my ClickFunnels account because that's where my sales come in. 
So, and then what they do is they connect the ClickFunnels sale information into my stamps.com account and they do it through stamps.com is basically where I pay for the posters, but ShipStation basically is like the middleman that organizes everything. And ShipStation will tell me, here's how many open orders you have right now, Dre. Here's each person's order. Here's what they ordered. Here's their mailing address. Here's how much they spent. Here's their name. Here's all their information. All I got to do is click one button and ShipStation will, I connect it to my printer and it prints out the shipping label. I put that on the package and then I put the books in the package and I send the package out. So ShipStation is basically the middleman that keeps everything organized. If I look at my ShipStation account right now, according to ShipStation, at this exact moment, I have 22 orders that are awaiting shipment. A couple of them, I got one, two, three, four that have a bad address. Usually somebody forgot to put in their apartment number or they forgot the zip code or they're missing something in their address. So then we just follow up, make sure we get that information. And then all I do is just go through and just print these labels out. And then we go ahead and ship these out. I can keep track of all shipments so I can see where what has been shipped. So if somebody ever hits me up and says, hey, I didn't get my shipment. We can go and track. We got the tracking numbers. We got all of that information. ShipStation also sends a confirmation email. So any of you ever got a book from me, you got a confirmation email from us that said, hey, we shipped out your order. Here's the address we sent it to. Here's the tracking number. So you can track it because these days everybody expects a tracking number when they order something. So that is what I use for that. ShipStation is $25 per month. You pay $25 a month for this organization software. And again, everything, all this stuff starts to add up, right? Everything I'm telling you about, but all this stuff is business expenses. So all of this stuff, again, talk to your accountant or your tax professional. They will tell you what options you have with all of this. And I already told you when I dropped my package at the post office, I already paid for. I just walk in and drop them off. Uh, other things that I use, I use PayPal Pro. I use that for, uh, I have staff that works in the Philippines. So I use PayPal to pay them most of the time. I use an app called Mighty Networks to manage my mastermind, my bulletproof mastermind, where I keep all the trainings and stuff in it. It's called Mighty Networks. That's $28 a month. PayPal Pro is $30 a month. I use Shopify for I don't have a Shopify storefront. I use Shopify basically to embed my merch onto workonyourgame.com slash merch. So any of you want my merch, that's where it is. That only costs me $9 a month. A Shopify storefront costs more if you want an actual website on Shopify. I used to have that back in the day. When I first started selling products, I started on Shopify, but then I moved it over to then WordPress, then ClickFunnels. So now everything's on ClickFunnels. I don't need a Shopify storefront, but I use their embedding because they are the best place with the merch and stuff. Because I can create like um, customized merch and it's it's um, what they call it made to order. So I don't have to have a, a garage full of T-shirts. They only print it out when somebody orders one. So these hats and stuff like that you see me wearing, I get them through a company called Printful, P-R-I-N-T-F-U-R, Printful. They are connected with Shopify and that's how I'm able to create them so I can make any design of anything that I want on certain objects and I can go ahead and sell those. So that's through Shopify, which is $9 a month. Printful doesn't charge anything. They charge a fee for everything that you sell, but they don't charge you for having an account. I use an app called Stunning. What Stunning does is what they do is Dunning. Dunning is if any of you have a monthly membership or anything like that, where people are paying in a recurring way, what Stunning does is they will keep trying to make a payment go through. Any of you ever had been signed up for a membership and your payment didn't go through? Maybe you changed your card number or you had insufficient funds. What Dunning is, is the act of continually trying to charge that card to get the payment. Stunning is an app that does that for you. I thought that was something that just naturally happened, but I found out probably about six years ago that that wasn't something that naturally happened. You need an app that actually did it for you. 
So stunning. I paid $50 a month for them to do that to keep all of my recurring payments. They keep trying to make the recurring payments go through, or if it doesn't go through, they'll email you and say, hey, your payment of X didn't go through. Do you have a different card number? Do you need to update your information, et cetera, et cetera. So I pay 50 bucks a month for them. I use a company called Legal Shield. They are basically basically like legal insurance. That's uh, $45 a month for the business plus personal, and it covers everybody in your immediate family. And so if I ever need access to a lawyer, I get pulled over while I'm driving, the cop is, is bullshitting me, I get a traffic ticket, et cetera, et cetera. I can call Legal Shield. They will take care of it for me. And lastly, I use a company called SendGrid. SendGrid is, they handle the SMTP. SMTP, which is basically what allows email to get sent out. Email doesn't just get sent. You have to have an SMTP server. Gmail does all that for you all in one. But SendGrid is that what allows me to send emails. I usually send my emails just straight through my ClickFunnels account, but you have to connect SendGrid to do that. And SendGrid, you pay a certain amount for a certain number of emails. If you go over that number, I go over the number every month. You pay an overage amount. So right now, I should be getting a bill from SendGrid sometime in the next couple of days. But my bills for SendGrid, based on the number of emails that I send out, I have an email list of how big is my list? My email list right now is, I think I'm at about 50,000. But let me verify. Yeah, I'm at just under 50,000 people on my email list right now. So for the emails that I send out, Every month, I'm usually paying somewhere between $200 and $400 for the emails I send, depending on how many emails that I send. And that's all through a company called SendGrid. My basic account packages, I believe, $100 a month. But then with the overages, it comes to that much. And the next highest one is so much higher that it doesn't make sense for me yet. So that's what I'm doing. So now you know all the tools that I use. I even told you how much they cost. That is for the web business. I'm not recapping these. This is too much stuff. So I told you what I eat. And my food. I told you about the business tech stuff, the tangible stuff, and I told you about the intangibles. That's all of it. This has been damn near hour long episode. Speaking of food, I'm hungry. I'm about to go eat. Now you got all my tools. You know exactly what I'm doing, how I'm using these things. You got any questions about that? What you can do is text me. You'll be getting my daily motivation text because I send out every single day free of charge. Everyone's in my text community. My number 305-384-6894. And you want to work with me where I can help you get this stuff set up for your own business. Make sure you're getting organized, only using the things that you need to use. Make sure you're not using stuff that you don't need and costing yourself extra expenses. Join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. And for you professionals who are already at a pretty high level relative to the people around you, but you want to make sure you stay there and you know that to stay there, that you need an extra set of eyes. You need someone who can see what you can't see, who can help you stay strategic, help you stay accountable, help you stay disciplined. I'm your guy. Join me in my third day mastermind. That's my one-on-one coaching program. Click the link at the top of the page at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Schedule a call with me free of charge. Let's talk about what we need to talk about. That is all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number. 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.